I'm Neil Hughes Hutchings, Senior Health and Safety Consultant at After Athena Limited. I'm back for another edition of my podcast. If you are unfamiliar with the format of my podcasts and blogs, then as a reminder, their purpose is to act as a starter topic for further discussion within your organisation, or to assist with improving compliance, or to allow workers to understand the specific topic being discussed. This month, I'm going to embark on the journey that is ESG. Firstly, what is it I hear you ask? Environmental, social and governance. We can say it is a collective term for an organisation's impact on the environment and society, as well as how the organisation is governed in terms of leadership, pay, audits and internal control and processes. In other words, it measures how an organisation integrates environmental, social and governance practices into its culture, operations and business model. Briefly, I will discuss each component. Let us start with environmental. This is how an organisation minimises its own direct impact on the environment and that of its supply chain. Measuring this will help you to cut energy, water, waste, which can lead to becoming net zero. Social. If your organisation is attractive, this can help to keep a low staff turnover and can help you to attract the staff you need more easily. Equality, diversity and fairness are important factors in this. Governance. Governance factors consider how your organisation is run. This can include procurement practices, supply chain issues, risk management and legal compliance, for example. Currently, the UK has no individual key piece of legislation that companies must follow to ensure they are compliant with ESG matters. As such, it is more likely that there is a wide range of legislation that organisations need to be aware of. Examples of ESG-related legislation in the UK can include the Companies Act 2006, the Climate Change Act 2008, the Equality Act 2010 and the Modern Slavery Act of 2015. ESG reporting is the disclosure of environmental, social and governance data and impacts. Some companies are subject to mandatory regulatory reporting on matters related to ESG. For example, in the UK, the Companies Act 2006 requires large and medium-sized companies that meet certain thresholds for turnover, balance sheet total and employees to publish an annual strategic report. This report must contain specific information on ESG matters. ISO standards can also help you to improve your ESG score and manage the various aspects of ESG by ensuring compliance and improving your credibility, such as ISO 9001 on quality management systems, ISO 14001 on environmental management systems, and ISO 45001 on health and safety. Workplace health and safety is a key area of sustainability in an organisation. Occupational health and safety falls under the social aspect of ESG. 
Social factors encompass matters like human rights, employee standards, diversity and inclusion, and employee well-being, and are increasingly important for a company's social responsibility. Health, safety and environmental professionals can influence this element by promoting workplace safety and developing a supportive and inclusive work culture, for example. Your organisation may well fall below the threshold for some of the legislative ESG reporting requirements, but it would be prudent to be aware of what is happening around ESG obligations and reporting. Once again, I thank you for listening and hope you can all join me for next month's instalment.